cabrita siembra y brote una semilla Que sean de amor, de creatividad y de familia Pónganse profundas que levantan el mundo como el sol de un nuevo día That was Rico Pavón with Imagínate, and this is Aurora Levens Morales with Letters from Earth. An obituary. Writing about Puerto Rico from the midst of a northern California in flames, it couldn't be any clearer that climate catastrophe has arrived. Planetary warming erupts into hurricanes and wildfires, more often, more widespread, more deadly than before and the apocalyptic landscapes of San Juan and Santa Rosa look eerily the same. On lockdown in my tiny eco-home, to avoid the choking pall of smoke outside, I scour the internet for raw materials and keep seeing the same juxtaposition. Hidden in the crevices of the info highway are the people who help each other stay alive, who plant, rebuild, invent, imagine, make ceremony in marches, co-ops, and strikes. And all over the headlines, robber barons eagerly destroy every obstacle to plunder, unable to stop craving the total ownership of everything. Reading the articles on Puerto Rico that people post on Facebook is like having a subscription to a horror movie channel. It's hard to remember all the human and material support that's flowing toward exhausted organizers who are trying to lay the groundwork for a shift that goes far beyond immediate survival on into an alternative future of climate resilience, food security, and sovereignty. I began this day filled with images of smallpox blankets being handed out by FEMA officials, of the locked warehouses of the Irish potato famine full of grain that could have saved a million lives, of dystopian nightmares in which the desperate must fill out mountains of forms and age and die while standing in line. I'm sure I will write about those things. But then I started hearing the voice of New Yorican poet Pedro Pietri, remembered him in his flapping black clothes, leaning into the microphone, ferociously detailing the everyday deadliness of our condition and how we chanted along with him, all died yesterday, today, and will die again tomorrow. Puerto Rican obituary, written by Pietri in 1969, is a kind of national anthem of the Puerto Rican diaspora. Its names and refrains as familiar to us as any classic song. And many poets, following the communal musical traditions of our people, have sampled and riffed off of it to write our own declarations. There are enough of them to fill a book. This one is mine. Nothing in this poem is made up. People did stand in line all day in the hope of food and water only to be handed mops and cleaning supplies. People going to emergency centers really are being given a phone number to call in a country without working phones. And I am as angry as Pietri, sparks flying from my hair, my fingers, my tongue. So this isn't a fancy piece of literature. It isn't about the torn beauty of my native land. It doesn't say everything. In fact, it says hardly anything. I didn't polish it into perfection. I hacked it out of the headlines and threw it like a stone. Juan, Miguel, Milagros, Olga, Manuel all died yesterday, today, and will die again tomorrow. 
All died waiting in line for a sip of water, waiting for arroz con algo from benevolent rulers who gave them mops and bottles of floor soap, boxes of hot sauce, mayo, and ketchup, as if to say, we don't recognize you without a mop in your hands. We gave you the condiments. Now scrub for your bread. All died in a rain of insults and paper towels, and he said they were lazy, shiftless, nasty, that their hunger was a hole in his pocket, that it wasn't a real disaster like the ones real people have, but he could spare them a trophy. All died filling out forms that are the only dry things in their lives, applying in triplicate for a piece of blue plastic to hang over the ruins where they lie parched and sweating, holding each other close proving their eligibility to receive a snack-sized bag of Cheetos as a first installment on their malnutrition. All died holding pieces of paper with the cruel joke of a phone number in a country without phones. All died waiting for the promises of colonial citizenship to knock on their doors shouting, Mira, mira! It was all a bad dream. We brought you real meals, a million water trucks, all the packages your familia worked so hard to send you. And then they all died again from waking up empty-handed, day after day after day. We interrupt this obituary to inform you that Juan went door to door on the 13th floor, checking on old people stranded by dead elevators. Then he skipped the ATM line, went straight to the bank manager, and asked for a refund of the last 119 years. Miguel shared his generator with the neighbors so one of them could charge up the machine that keeps his little girl breathing, and one of them could keep her insulin cold, and one of them could print out her manifesto on the power of people and sunlight before the diesel ran out. Milagros organized a brigade to open a mountain road, collect broken green bananas from broken hillsides, and build an outdoor kitchen to boil them in a trickle of creek water, so her hungry neighbors could gather around one pot for a bite of guineo and a feast of each other. Olga has been climbing trees and mountainsides, hunting for a signal, tossing her text message telegrams into the cyber sea. There is no food, no light, no water, no gas, no FEMA, no politicos, no doctors, no help. We've grown as thin as stalks of cane, and we're hoarse from shouting your names. So if you hear me, she says, then listen up, world. There is no good news story here but us, and we are learning how to be each other's power lines, how to be houses and bread. Our thirst writes banners into the air. We are becoming seed of a different harvest. Juan, Miguel, Milagros, Olga, Manuel all fought back yesterday, today, and we will fight again tomorrow. This is the voice of Boriquen, and we'll be back in the morning. Pass it on. With Letters from Earth, this is Aurora Levens Morales. Look for me on SoundCloud and at AuroraLevensMorales.com.